The plant called and said, if you don't come in tomorrow, don't bother coming in Monday. <laughs> Four-day weekend. to Rebel Time Radio here on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo. I'm Mike. Hi. Having a microphone wars over here. Uh-oh. There. There we go. Oh. Oh goodness. Microphones are fighting with us. Oh goodness. Oh no. Oh goodness. Okay. Hey, um... So yeah, welcome back yeah, to welcome our show. to the show. I guess we should probably start playing some music or something. Yeah. It's kind of what we do. Let, let the uh, awkward uh, moments hang for longer. Yeah, yeah. sure, why not? <laughs> anyway, uh, we can start this episode off with a track by a band that I haven't listened to in a real long time. This song is Here We Are by A Global Threat on Rebel Time Radio.
the veggie boys, that's off to her. Sally Bowles, she got a man and he got really hurt. Me and my friends have some good ideas, but I swear that time was so damn weird. I got out alive in 35, I don't think I'll ever go back. But I remember that I'm me off with a book for one drink. I bought the hair. Sally Bowles, just to look at me inside. I was so cool, and ain't no thing about the promise ring. Socialists are so boring. It's just a bunch of bullets that I can't stand. They got left to do enough as by. Well, you were. You think your scene's dead, but mine got killed by some dimwit triumph of the will. From the orgy shows, to the full wet bars, to the frontline squads, to the culture walls. I'm gonna hit you with the dogma or the lecture in. This is a purely personal thing. You see, Baba Chin didn't have no friends when those bulls they came for her. It's Sally Bowes, man, he got pushed up against the wall. Now every time I see a switch bank, I spit. Same as his control when I mean it. He was coming to I in the cattle cars. Now damn thing you do about it. Save a member!
Hey, you're listening to Rebel Time Radio here on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo. You were just listening to the track with uh, Anarcha by the band War on Women. Uh, they just shot a music video for that and released it not too long ago. Uh, before that was the World Inferno Friendship Society with... Oh, and please forgive my uh, terrible German right here. Um, ich ein mich an die Weimar Republic. It means I remember the Weimar Republic. It didn't I definitely sound, pronounced it fucking horrible. It didn't sound angry enough. Nah. <laughs> um, before that, we played Star Fucking Hipsters with The Civilization Show featuring Dick Lucas of uh, Citizen Fish and start that set off with A Global Threat, Here We Are. Hey, speaking of the Weimar Republic, it's just like these all these, there's like some parallels. It's like you look back on like the Obama administration and it's like, oh, I remember you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to, so we've been doing this, this thing for the past few shows, our uh, top 10 albums that influenced us. And um, every week we've been trying to do two albums. We each have been playing two songs from two albums. Um and we're on number, I think, seven and eight tonight, right? Sounds about right. So my seventh pick, then, is going to be The Clash, self-titled U.S. release, uh, as my number seven most influential pick. And I uh, I think this album is, is amazing. I was, like, 13 or 14 when I heard it for the first time. And I kind of heard The Clash before. You know, I heard, like... Should I stay or should I go in London calling? You know, they're hits, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're singles. They're big singles. Um, and, uh, you know, so many people have referenced. So, so like, the, one of the, among the first bands to check out, because, like, everybody would be like, oh, the originators of punk rock, you got the Sex Pistols, you got the Ramones, and you got the Clash. So I kind of dabbled in all three, and it was this album that really stuck out. Um and I was kind of a, I don't know, unfortunate or fortunate enough to buy the uh, U.S. version of the album, uh, which was released two years after the original U.K. version, and is actually quite different. Like, the song mm-hmm. order, like, the arrangement is different. Um, the, the, a few of the songs are re-recorded. There's, like, four four less songs. Like, the U.K. one has, has four different songs and then, then the American ones. The American one uh, makes up the other four tracks, picking from some singles that The Clash released. Mm-hmm. And, and wasn't it singles that were never released in uh, North America? I don't think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I guess the other four tracks they lost, like from the UK one, were, were never released. Huh. So, But the U- UK album, The Clash, was uh, apparently like one of the top imports ever mm-hmm. for, <laughs> into the United States, but... CBS or Epic or I think is it CBS or Epic? Think of CBS. Yeah, they decided to basically force the Clash to um, to do what they said and release a new version, a more radio-friendly version. They re-recorded White Riot, I think a few other songs. Um, Clash City Rockers was a new song. Uh, Complete Control was a new one, which is actually kind of funny because that that was the one making fun of the record company. and a few other ones. I think Garage Land. And anyway, this album has really stuck with me. And I feel like it's really stood the test of time as like a 
seminal punk rock album and, and like they, they, they blend like a lot of ska on here too and a lot of it's it's fun anyway here's uh these these are two i guess american exclusive ones here's uh complete control on rebel time radio
Hey, welcome back to Rebel Time Radio. That was The Clash, White Riot, and before that was The Clash, Complete Control, and those are both off of their uh, 1979 U.S. self-titled release, which was a reissue or update, I guess, of the 1977 U.K. self-titled release with, like I said, was saying before, some different songs, some re-recordings. I think... Um, a different drummer on some of the some of the tracks. Uh, yes, I don't know. Kind of a like I guess music business wise had kind of the whole the fingers of the record label all over that album. But it's fantastic. I think it actually came out after in the U.S. came out after uh, Give Them Enough Rope, um, and the same year that uh, London Calling came out. So, yeah. It's just, Incredible, like incredible success for the Clash, and like such a um, influential part of punk music uh, for that time. Like in three short years, they destroyed everything, and then got destroyed pretty much. Right? Uh, working class boys, the Clash, you know. So that's that's cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, that's what I gotta say about them. I think. And that's all I got to say about that. That's right. That's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> so what's what's on your plate for today? Uh, well, tonight I'm going to start off with an uh, album called uh, Yours Truly by the band Sick of It All. Oh, hey, you know what? Aren't they playing soon? They are playing with soon. With Suicidal Tendencies? Next Thursday yeah. at Elements in downtown Kitchener with Suicidal Tendencies. I forget Joel's opening. I don't know about you, but I couldn't really care too much about suicidal tendencies but i like them a bit but, but i don't as, love i don't love them a lot you know but as you're probably going to find out in like five minutes from now i am really excited for sick of it all because i've never been able to see them yet nice um i think first time i remember hearing this band um was this album yours truly which came out in the year 2000 um i remember being like 10 or 11 years old um, and getting dropped off at a friend or yeah at a friend's birthday party uh, by my dad who's driving me and one of my other friends to this party and we rolled to the house and I just remember um, the song uh, Hello Pricks blaring in the car with lyrics um, uh, don't be a prick in the roses um no one's impressed with your lack of respect. We're all black sheep and we know it, so don't fuck it up for the rest. And it was like one of the first times I remember being like really impressed by like somebody swearing really angrily. <laughs> um, Cuss words are cool. Yeah, and, and this is like 10, 11 year old me. Uh, years later, I want to say like three, four years later, uh, I found a copy of the CD in the house and put it on and just like, this was kind of before I like consciously got into a lot of like punk and hardcore. Like, I'd been listening to it for most of my life, but didn't really know what I was listening to. But when I listened to this album, it was just, like, mind-blowing. And I was kind of just like, okay, I, I found my thing. Anyway, I'm going to play two, two tracks after that album. first track is Blown Away, and then we're going to play Hello Pricks. You're on Rebel Time Radio. Down is when I see you. Down is when I 
Hey, you're listening to Rebel Time Radio on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo. Uh, that last track was Sick of It All with Hello Pricks. And so that set off with Sick of It All Blown Away. And that's my, uh, what was it, number seven. Number seven. Uh, most influential albums so far. And you get to see Sick of It All. I'm, I'm I do get to see right? Sick of It All. Your first time seeing him? First time. Wicked. Wicked. It's neat. It's 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 interesting to me because like I knew your dad a little bit, so so you guys have been listening. Like you and your brother have been listening to punk rock since you were wee little ones, right? Oh yeah. Like your dad's always been into punk and metal, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but you didn't you didn't take on that identity until you became like a teenager, right? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. It was kind of like I mean, I had all these like CDs and like records and stuff around yeah. the house, but and like it was around. But I'd never. I, I, I'm glad I was able to discover it on my own rather than like having somebody just be like, "Well, you're my kid, so you're gonna listen to this." I just and, and it just like having to work out that we like share a like huge amount of like our taste in music. Yeah. Well, I mean that's awesome. I mean, I just forced my daughter to go to a punk show the other day. So. <laughs> I mean, she has no choice. She's three. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had fun when she had some orange juice. She listened up. Nice. Um, yeah, but it's it's neat because like when when I was like ten, eleven, twelve, you know, I was listening to just like pop music of the day, like you know, like Savage Garden and shit, and, but as well as like harder rock, like Rage Against the Machine uh, and System of a Down, um, and even like hip hop and stuff. I think Nelly or something. I don't know. But then you know, like punk, like. Blink-182 was, was big, too, at the time, and then, you know, they, with Green Day, helped steer me into that, that the more niche stuff, mm-hmm. the less mainstream stuff. Um, so it's kind of interesting that you grew up with it at your fingertips, I suppose, from, from a very young age, but not even knowing what it was. Like, pretty much, yeah. Know, like, that's, that's pretty cool. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. So uh, we're on number eight now, my number eight pick is uh dead kennedy's plastic surgery disaster which uh this this album i think for me is the most biting album of dead kennedy's it's it's got the the best jokes has the best music east bay ray plays the best guitar um jello biafra is just he's the top of his game the music is fast uh but not like overly fast like uh what's that one uh bedtime for democracy yeah bedtime yeah. for democracy is too fast without any real direction i think mm-hmm. uh and i think even frankenchrist is a bit more like wandering all over the place and stuff i, I find that plastic surgery disasters is really it's much more focused right it's, um the cd i bought also came with uh and God We Trust Incorporated, which is actually probably the fastest. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but that was awesome too, right? So it was a, it was a nice nice deal when I when I bought it. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna play uh, Government Flu, which is the opening track after this like kind of like spooky intro voice telling you that you're. For for me, this this album was perfect too. Like for my like, I don't know. 14, 15 year old self because it was like it's all about questioning the government questioning money questioning consumerism uh, questioning corporations 
which is all like really rebel politics 101 you know what i mean like it's all pretty it's it's not really deep theoretical stuff it's not hard to come to these conclusions but when i was a young kid it was like it was really fun and and it fostered this sort of like growing cynicism within me growing uh disdain for popular stuff (laughs) so yeah good on you dead kennedys here's government flu on rebel time radio Shivering 
Hey, welcome back to Rebel Time Radio. That was Dead Kennedys with Moon Over Marin closing out their album, Plastic Surgery Disasters. And for that was The Government Flu, which opened the Plastic Surgery Disasters album. So, yeah, in between that, there's a bunch of good songs that I like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like um, I Am the Owl and Riot and Halloween. Great songs. Mm-hmm. Good songs. Great songs. Uh, gonna play two tracks off my number eight pick tonight. Uh, this album, it's kind of weird. I saw the band a bunch of times before the album was actually released, so it's kind of weird to say that it's a really influential album when the band itself was much more influential because the album simply didn't exist at the time. Uh, the band is Praying Hands, the album is Through the Dark. Um, I never heard of the band before until. I was in Montreal in spring of 2007 to uh, visit a friend who was living there, and uh, the same weekend, coincidentally, um, uh, Witch Hunt, the incredible melodic DV crust band from uh, Philadelphia, I think, was playing at a bar in town called uh, Catacombs. It's an amazing, like, punk metal bar. Uh, they've since moved, but it's a much bigger better location uh if you're ever in montreal just like go to catacombs it's fantastic anyway so there's a lot of bodies in the walls there are are a lot of bodies in the walls um and so yeah um go to the show and i've never heard of any of the openers before um and i was just like really really excited to see witch hunt because i fucking loved witch hunt um but actually, the band that impressed me much more than Witch Hunt was Praying Hands, who I'd, I'd never heard of. Um, I'd never heard of uh, Ballast at the time, where three of the five members of Praying Hands also played in Ballast and were the main songwriters. Um, and then just... <laughs> basically, every time I'd been, I'd been to Montreal from 2007 until um, the year I went to Pooza Fest... Um, every time in between those I just somehow be there while Praying Hands was playing and like always go to their shows you know uh, what no 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 they were it's the other way around they were playing when you just somehow showed up and oh like, yeah yeah it's, they, they they were like okay alright Mike's th- coming this guy's in town yeah. we gotta put a show on <laughs> no and um, so the, the album didn't come out until 2009 but by then I'd like seen them enough times where like listening to the album is just like I can finally like experience these songs not in like a crust bar in Montreal <laughs> not anything against crust bars in Montreal but, but, like, but not having to travel 700 yeah, kilometers yeah. Yeah. and yeah it's become one of my like all time favorite albums uh, the song I'm going to start off with is Praying Hands by Praying Hands here on Rebel Time Radio Bye. 
Get off!
Hey, you're listening to Rebel Time Radio on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo. You were just listening to uh, the song Through the Dark by Praying Hands, as well as Praying Hands by Praying Hands off the album Through the Dark. Um, And that's my pick for my number eight most influential albums of all time so far. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I guess we can sort of... uh adjust our most influential albums like like they can't hammer us to the fucking grave mm-hmm. for these shows you know unless we died like very soon yeah and then and that, that'd be unfortunate. May, yeah I mean is it though yeah but uh yeah yeah we can change you no know, you know if you're a band out there and you're listening right now putting it put out an album that'll change your minds eh mm-hmm. yeah we want to hear what you got send us an email at rebeltimeradio at gmail.com with your music <laughs> and we'll, we'll listen to it um, so yeah I guess we're getting to the tail end of the show yeah we got we're, about 7 minutes left yeah. before uh, Mr. K and my audio face starts up next week we'll uh, I guess we'll finish off the, you're not working next Wednesday right? no, um, I will actually not be available next week oh, okay good to know good to know okay so next week we won't finish <laughs> this uh, thing up week after Maybe? Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. You going to Got a Country kind of thing? No, I'm going to see L7 in Toronto. Oh, damn. Yeah, but... I saw they're playing Montreal, so I was like, oh, maybe they're playing around here soon. No, yeah, they're playing Danforth in Toronto. Who are playing with? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I saw them on their reunion tour two summers ago, and oh, fucking fantastic. Um, yeah. Cool. Have fun with that show. I plan on it. Um, yeah, so let's, let's get out of here Play a few more songs uh, Okay, so this next I gotta do a preamble for this song Because it's important to oh, preamble yes, it definitely. And if you come in in the middle of the song And you didn't hear my preamble You might be like Whoa, those guys at Rebel Time Radio Have really let things slide <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So I'm about to play this band called Negro Terror um, Which I hope I can say As a, as a, as a white guy um, And And but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it anyway. So this band Negro Terror, hardcore band from Memphis, um, they put out an EP uh, I think last year, and there's a few Screwdriver covers on it. And if you don't know who Screwdriver is, they're this oh bless fucking, your ignorance. They're this fucking stupid racist band, racist oi band from uh, Britain. They're kind of really what started the idea of uh, skinheads being. Uh, like a racist sub- subculture, right? Mm-hmm. It's like nationalist, fascist, neo-Nazi subculture, and was, and Screwdriver played a major role in spreading that culture. Um, and, and they they played this song called uh, "Voice of Britain," among many other dumbass racist songs. Uh, this band from Memphis, uh, Negro Terror, decided to cover a few of their songs. Uh, Negro Terror being an all-black hardcore band, so so it's it's three guys, black guys, and they take this this racist skinhead song and basically make it an anti-fascist song. Yeah, they totally like, turn it on me. their head. Yeah, they to- they totally screw it up. So yeah, anyway, here's a uh, voice of Memphis, and maybe we'll have time for one or two more. So yeah, thanks for listening. Catch you later. I hope people don't come in the middle and be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
the streets Hurt it with fear No one can tell What is wrong to bed Don't die with the other side Cause if you do, we'll find you Wanna know exactly if you laugh or fire your sweat This is the boy, boy, the boy, boy I'm dead next Then you better believe that the boy, boy, the boy, boy I'm dead next I'm on the ground of black now Oh, 